Hello, Kate here. And welcome to this series of little um, snippets, really, to give you a window into my new book, Second Spring, The Self-Care Guide to Menopause. I wanted to um, kind of give you like, you know on Amazon where you get, it says, look inside, it's one of those. Um, so whatever you do, don't think that I've run out of mates and no one will talk to me anymore for life and inside job. <laughs> oh no, that's not the case at all. <laughs> I have some more um, great conversations coming up, but I wanted to kind of talk about my own stuff for a while, actually. Yeah. And the reason why I think it's important my motivation, really, for bringing a second spring, for birthing second spring into the world, and believe me, it has been a birth, <laughs> is that it's revolutionary, really. I don't think there's any other book that brings such psychological and practical reassurance to the process of perimenopause, menopause and second spring. Seriously, and I've read a lot. <laughs> I've read a lot of menopause books. Um, and my intention really is, with second spring, is to change the conversation about ageing. Um, and to really look at what this means for us, for ourselves, our inner world, so that we can change our the possibilities for creativity, for potential and for fun and pleasure through our lives. And the, the thing that I wanted to um, look at this morning is the culture of anti-aging. And we see it very often on cosmetics. You know, that's where it's most obvious. And most, most of the stuff is, says that, you know, this will take away lines. This will uh, make you look younger in different, in slightly, very slightly masked language. But this culture of anti-aging is everywhere. You know, it's common to greet people saying, oh, you, you don't look your age or you look so young or someone says how old they are and you say, oh, you look at least 10 years younger. Or, and it's so interwoven in, in our, into our culture that we, it's barely mentionable anymore. And I wanted to really sort of open this up, open the conversation up in Second Spring around ageing because... If we stop aging, then we're stopping ourselves from growing. Age is growth. If we stop ourselves from aging, then we're essentially becoming stagnant. We're stuck. You know, there's a stagnancy of energy, of thought a stagnancy of, of vibrancy. You know, we're not gonna we're gonna be less vibrant if we're concerned with not aging. 
and most eloquently anti-aging speaks of fear it speaks of the fear of of what what does it bring up for you you're getting old i'm getting old what arises in your mind as you hear that and this is where i think the juice is this is where the interesting thing is because we are going to die is it our fear of mortality Is it our fear of becoming more vulnerable physically, of having less energy? And all these things are true with age. You know, bloody boomers, <laughs> as my kids would say, okay, boomer. Actually, they probably wouldn't because it's probably out of fashion now, but you know what I mean. You know, that we, we kind of, we love this myth of endless, boundless energy. But it's a myth. We're becoming more vulnerable as we age. And what does that mean? And how can we maximise the potential of this? And how can we change the, you know, flip the script so that we're not operating under fear, under unconscious fear? Because there's nothing as deadening and as paralyzing as fear. So if this is resonating with you, God, it's got a bit heavy, isn't it? <laughs> You're only listening because you thought I was going to flog me book to you. Well, hey, here we are. Ah. <laughs> oh. So, so what do we do about it? You know, it, it comes back to that old thing about live your day, live this day as though it were your last. What would you do? What would 1% of that be? To bring in Red School's 1%. What would 1% of that be? To bring in gratitude for what we can do. Walking down the stairs, taking a breath, creating a little softness somewhere in our day for our fr gratitude for our friends you know how can we connect how can we be kind to somebody else today how can we receive love today you know and that this is this is the essential building block of aging this is aging and there's there's um I don't have the I don't have the study right right here, so I can't remember what it is. But there's a there's a, there's a sort of um, J curve, a sort of hockey stick curve, um, that people are. I think this was in America. Most happy around eighty. You know, we care less and less as we age, and our brains also change. And although we may forget stuff, you know, don't sweat the small stuff, people. Really don't. <laughs> Um, we also have a better capacity to sort out bigger problems. So our minds are, can see the totality better and make wiser decisions than younger people as we age. Yeah, so the next time... 
you're in boots or your your local chemist or what have you and you see that anti-aging stuff and you feel the impulse to reach for it which I god knows I do too it's like oh am I not okay give yourself a little pause for for something that makes you feel good for pleasure for gratitude for something and Remember that you are okay exactly as you are. And aging is a triumph. It is a triumph that you have survived. It is a triumph that you got out of bed this morning. And if you didn't get out of bed, it's a triumph that you're in bed. You know, celebrate every bloody step. Bye.